0: Last time on the decal podcast. Sorry, S- little, little voice i don't know morty let's just let's just get out of here morty i don't know jk Lowell. now step away from the knife break uh, out your canes guys sometimes it's the second pancake that's the best pancake who
1: likes sand you know being a nuisance in the swamp things and the stuff and the
0: yeah let's dance ben affleck ask me something else we'll come back to it oh yeah. sorry no better
1: i mean rats are crazy your parents are dead
0: boom 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 you're in so i don't know where we're at but it's amazing let's do this thing
1: hello and welcome or welcome back to the Tea Cow podcast this is where we talk about games, TV, movies, and all that other pop culture stuff. My name is Dave, and this is Brody. Look, can I can I just can I be Dave just once? Hello, and uh, my name is Brody. I'm Dave. I'm Dave. So, without any further ado, let's get moving. moving.
0: Like Dave Brody, Brody Dave said, um, "Welcome back to the Teacow Podcast." Um, this week, we are doing uh, introductions—good introductions, not like the terrible one we just had. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic! I don't know—I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, oh, sh- shut up, Brody. Yeah, no. Um. So the, the the moments where you first meet a character, specifically the audience meeting the meeting the character for the first time, not the rest of the cast. Um, when you first meet a character and how that kind of sets the tone for that character for the out the course of it can make you like a good introduction can make you feel a certain way about a character it can last for an entire film an entire like run of a tv show an entire game the the intro is super important and if you get it right you're really on to something and that's what we're talking about today we're talking about introductions but first there's the news <laughs>
1: Like they've just said, here's the news. So what you got? What, what you got for me?
0: Um, well, I don't have too much newsworthy things, but I have uh, been into a couple of different movies lately. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm in. Have you seen the Fear Street movies? The Fear Street? Fear Street. I have not, no. Yeah, so um, it's like a... Fear Street is like, like a typical slasher movie, but mm-hmm. then they find out that the slasher is actually like kind of possessed so then it becomes like a supernatural sort of thing it's not just like one serial killer on the it's like a serial killer who's possessed
1: by so it sounds know, like a, a serious spoof movie
0: yeah it's kind of weird um, but it's 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 the it's one of those thriller slasher horror movies that's mm-hmm. like it, it likes to think it knows what's going on so it tries to steer clear of some tropes but while it does that it also steers right into so many others Watch out for that deer! Oh, it's a tree. Yeah, right. It's it, it's it's kind of weird. It's a little. It's not entirely sure what it is. It's, I mean, it's a good bit of fun. But I've seen. I'm um, two into three. There's three of them. They all filmed together, and mm-hmm. they're all interconnected. Oh sweet! I'm, I'm at two out of three. I've got. I'm doing the doing the third one this week, um, and they're okay, and it's looking like the third one is so everything's got to come like full circle, and everything's going to be interconnected and 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 amazing. Um, Britta from the community. Oh, yeah. She's in it. Um, and it's just... It's got a whole bunch of, like, typical horror movie stuff in it. So they say get r- getting rid of Bruh. No, they don't. That would be dope, though. But there is one character who's just like, they're like, oh, my God, that'll never work. And this one character's like, oh, no, that'll totally work. And all he does is just spout exposition. <laughs> like, the whole time. Yeah. He doesn't really have... Like, he's he's got like a bit of a love interest but he's just there to spout exposition and to give you the audience the backstory
1: damn it master i am an assassination droid not a dictionary oh, he's like yeah. just in
0: case you didn't know this is how it ties into sarah fear like so he just keeps you he just keeps you going like oh, every no. now and then one just... of the characters names is sarah fear yeah as in fear street
1: oh no yeah Oh no.
0: So it's uh it's 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 full of issues. Yeah. It's a little bit of fun if you like that kind of movie. Um and it's sort of in connect, interconnected. So That's good. It's right. kind of good, but like it leaves a little bit to be desired, you know, in ter- in the gro- in the grand scheme of things. It's just yeah. ultimately it tries to be more than a
1: typical horror movie and then it just ends up kind of being a typical horror movie. I knew it. That happens with a lot of films though. They yeah. try to get out of the of that particular genre. When they're in that particular genre, yeah, a genre whole is very big. And so, so, don't don't be afraid to be the movie that you are. You know, yeah. like you no, know, be unique, yeah. or, in, or don't be unique not, in the not uniqueness of that <laughs> yeah. film.
0: Be unique or don't be unique. Just be your own movie. Like Sharknado is a movie that unequivocally knows
1: exactly what it is. Magic yeah. and people love it. It's amazing. Like if you haven't seen Sharknado, go do it. It's a lot of fun and like disaster movies as well. Like yeah. twenty twelve. It knew, it knew it was a disaster movie, yeah. and it is a disaster movie. Yep, and um, it's, Armageddon. It
0: Armageddon. It's a ridiculous concept, but, yeah. but they run with it. I know. And I- we are off so far off the news, I'm
1: just realizing now. Rewind. Get back into it. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> but yeah, so Fear Street, you know, give it a watch if you're bored, but I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> um, also, Lightyear. I went and saw Lightyear oh, recently. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about this. Lightyear was amazing. It was like it's fantastic. Yeah, it was just from what you expect from uh from from Pixar. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hit the heartstrings I
1: feel as much as your typical Pixar film does. Not as many, um, but it's a lot. It's a lot of a lot of stuff you have to think about in order to get there. <laughs> but yeah. it is the film that Andy watched to make him get the toy. So yes. like in the 90s when he got the toy, and those films aren't heartstringy. So and it's an action film action films don't tend to be like heartfelt and cryy and stuff so they, at least they got one bit do you
0: know what I'm talking about there's some wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff yes and he makes friends early in the film yeah wibbly wobbly timey wimey and he makes friends later on in the film and there's a point in the middle between friend one and friend two that gets mm-hmm. a little bit sad yes yes
1: cool you know what I mean okay anyone who uh, I don't is think... listening who can follow that <laughs> will know what we mean um but i don't think uh i don't think that that moment hits
0: quite as hard as like pixar in general yeah like if you look if you're judging it by pixar heartache it's not it's not ca- cracking the top 10 no
1: it it definitely made my eyes well for yeah. sure but it wasn't it wasn't say up welling yeah because that that was a damn waiting to burst true um coco that was a damn oh, waiting to
0: yeah. burst we got to start talking about Pixar in the first act of our podcast because it's just that's where all the heartache is. Subscribe now, <laughs> and bonus gift—you get a Pixar episode down the line. Soid, it's he's, a gift. He's made the promise. It's out there. It's a gift. It's out me. there in the universe. It's out there in the cosmos. Um, but it is like I love socks. Mm-hmm. How he's got? Yeah, he's dope. Like he get, he gets given a math problem effectively, and then eons to work with it. <laughs> like with all yeah. the wibbly wobbly timey wimeyness, he's like, oh, by the way, I, feel, I solved the math problem. And It's like what?
1: What the cat doing? How'd you do that? Yeah. That, well, it's been this many years. Yeah. I do have a gripe with that though. A gripe with socks? Mm-hmm. What's that? He's not voiced by the friend of the show. Oh, he's not voiced by dick Yeah. Yeah. It it it's kind of uh, his wheelhouse. It's his. It was his role to take.
0: Uh, I'm But not, it, it, he, the, he's it, not a so bird, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. True. You know. Any animated bird now, like you know, south of Ya Yago. Yeah, so Buzz was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh I didn't like the I didn't like the villain in it. Really? Yeah. Just cuz it's I just didn't I thought I, th- I thought you could do more with that. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like that didn't get uh you it, like it's a kids movie, so you don't want to you don't want to psychoanalyze it too much. Yeah. But like you compare that to the to the villain in um Super Pets. Yeah. All right, and the villain in Super Pets is like, all right, sweet, this is the bad guy, and it's a well-thought-out kind of bad guy, and everything sort of hits with that bad guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the bad guy in Buzz in Lightyear, it's like, uh, just
1: say bad guy. Again. Bad guy. Again, I dare you. I double dare you, mother... Say bad guy. One more goddamn time. I don't think it's well executed. It's like, like, trying to do a full-on twist villain. I was, I was about to say that... That was good, no spoilers. Okay. Because we don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I think they tried a bit too hard, because they... they I it seemed as if they wanted to make a, a a really a bigger life villain than what it was in the toy st- in toy story yeah because he was just a bad guy and they had to fight and that's maybe like too basic for them and they like oh no we need to make it more difficult we need yeah. to make it a bit more inter- intellectual yeah
0: but the thing is like it's in from toy story we know that there's the intergalactic forces of zerg yeah 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 right whereas in this film Zerg gets introduced and defeated. Boy, that escalated quickly.
1: Well, he gets put in kind of, I'd say the like before half the film, like you see him. But I think they should have just made him Zerg and made him a Darth Vader character. I, I agree. Like, yeah. I think they, I, I think the they overthought it. it. They yeah. could have just
0: made him a bad guy and let him be the bad guy. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all my news. I don't think I've got anything more. Have you got any anything newsworthy? So
1: I've watched a documentary. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. You're dead. You crazy son of a bitch, you're dead. Brains on Brad. Look out. Called The Alpinist. The Alpinist? hmm Yeah. I got it recommended through
0: two sets of people. I'm really impressed oh, by nice. you right now. This is off your usual. It's not The Office. This is amazing.
1: Sorry, carry on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was good. What is it first? Sell it to me. Okay. It's a documentary about a an alpine climber. Okay. Who's twenty three years old. Okay. And he does everything by himself, with no ropes. So he's literally climbing a mountain from top to bottom. What? Where there's rock, snow, ice, and everything in between. By himself, no one watching. Sweet crazy for a start that's bonkers for 20 for a 23 year old that's bonkers he's doing a bunch of first first ascents yeah so uh just a bunch of stuff by himself on mountains that haven't been climbed well faces that haven't been climbed and then he does
0: not just not just not by him by anybody.
1: yeah by anybody sweet and then there's a bunch that he's done that have only been done with like pair pairs or groups of people with ropes and he's just like Nah, just gonna do it by myself. And he just does it. He's just like crazy. So that's the main part. Uh, Second part, he's Canadian, he's from Chilliwack. A
0: message from the government of Canada.
1: So it's going from that and then going to a super serious Alpine climber who's doing all this crazy stuff. Uh, And then it doesn't follow the standard kind of like sport documentary thing. Because documentaries are like oh this is the backstory oh this is the yeah. try like the tribulations and then oh then they overcome it and there's like boom the end yeah this doesn't follow that stuff and he's very hard to get into like get get into contact with so it's just a bunch of just stuff <laughs> just happening the guy's are like stuff that's I, cut we together need to f- we need like, to film you we What's
0: can on? we can make an episode of this it'll be fine like
1: yeah it's it's, just, a, it's essentially the teacup podcast but with an outlying <laughs> <alpine> climate <laughs> Yeah. yeah we've just
0: got we've got a couple of years worth of footage and we're just going to make a film out of it <laughs> all right sweet
1: yeah and then it like the ending is mind-blowing kind of thing sweet yeah awesome. definitely worth a watch would you watch it again yeah i think i'd right. watch this one again all right sweet for sure no what are you waiting for do it yeah cool. i really like that stuff uh free solo is another one that i'd watch again right on but that's your standard documentary like oh ah, okay. here's, here he is. Oh, this is why he's Tribulations. Oh, he needs to do stuff. Oh, no, yeah. oh, no, oh, no. Sweet. Oh, and then he does it. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Hero, everybody good night. <laughs> uh, and then the next one is kind of new uh, Pokemon, Violent Scarlet. Yeah. It's, it is an open world. Yes. So you don't have to go from town to town. Yeah. Beating gym leaders, whatever. You can do whatever you want. No new. HM's either, I think. Because uh, they have done away with HM's for a couple of generations now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the legendary Pokemon, you actually get them at the start oh sick what, and then they turn into bikes and boats and stuff so like I think the higher you level them the more things that they can get yeah so you further you go into the map oh you get a bike the yeah. further you go you can get into a boat so you can go into different regions and you get these different things yeah so kind of similar to HMs but it's more of a leveling system yeah
0: and it's not like a move that just takes up a, so you end up with like one member you like a HM slave Bidoof in your party just like yeah yeah just being a badoof uh cool so i think that's everything newsworthy for me is that everything newsworthy for you
1: as they say that was the news yo this is the main event
0: (laughs) um so that's that's uh that's our news that's our introduction but on the subject of introductions the first you see of a character the first you get to know a character um is super important to the actual character in terms of good guys bad guys and all that sort of stuff um have you had a villain in a, like a video game or a, or a hero in a video game that's really just like caught you as like awesome
1: round one fight yes Who? gta 5 trevor yes yeah. He's one of the only ones that I actually could just remember off the spot because his introduction is just so good. He and you play as him and he's just like he's just nuts. And it is very much a trend with me and I love like the crazy nutters. Yeah.
0: I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over
1: all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. Uh, but he's just dead chill and then he just goes mental just start just starts like battering this guy and you're like whoa and then he's he's just crazy yeah. like all of his lines and dialogue is just funny yeah and just nuts throughout the whole game but yeah that that introduction is wicked cool
0: i um i do i do love the. i've, I've heard a lot about i've never never played gta 5 mm-hmm. like but for my one like uh in um do you ever play bioshock 1 uh, Yeah. Yeah. So you got the little sisters in Bioshock 1. Yeah. All right. And then you've got the little sisters and you've got the big daddies. Mm hmm. And the first time you see one, so you see a little sister and you see this guy coming up to her and he's trying to harvest, like, harvest this little sister. Right. Uh, it sounds really weird if you don't, if you're not familiar with the game. But, like, harvest. If, <laughs> if you're a farmer, you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Harvesting characters is a thing in this game.
1: Stay back. I got a chainsaw. <laughs>
0: but, um,. So you see this little sister and you never see them alone. Mm -hmm. But this guy comes up and he's like, hey, hi. Just being a weird, you know, just a super weird character. And then you see the red lights, the the red eyes in the background and Mm -hmm. the big daddy comes Mm -hmm. on screen. Yeah. And this thing, it's in a, you haven't seen one at this point and you see this thing strut in and it's like, it's heavy. It's got this creepy ass, like old rusty dive suit on. Mm-hmm. It's got a drill for a hand, right? And it grabs a hold of this guy and like, I think it like drives him into the floor like six, seven times, like throws him around, beats the grab at him and then just throws him through a window. Oh, it's yeah. just absolute savage, brutal, brutal, savage, wrecked moment where it's just like, this guy's like, he was dead early but he died like seven times in this freaking beating that this big daddy put on it and it's just so brutal and so like oh crap i'm gonna have to fight one of these things at some point in this game yeah and you're really not looking forward to it you know what i mean like it's just it it's it makes you sort of scared of them for the whole first i don't know how many times you run into one and when you do see when you're like <gasps> it's like do i sneak past it? Do I just like yeah and you try to like avoid it because you just don't you know how brutal this thing can be. And it's just savage and amazing. Uh, so that one's pretty good. The mm. other one I like is um like I could talk I could talk forever about the Far Cry um series.
1: No, God, please, no, no, no
0: And um Vass in Far Cry three and just how he's such a nutcase. Mm-hmm. And right from the start, all his like you know, all his like dialogue and everything like that, he's just so cracked all the way through. Oh yeah. And he's just, he just comes off like he's, he's on that, he's got that psychopathic, you know, uh, villain, like the whole freaking time. And him and Pagan Min both actually have really good introductions. um, Just with how you're, but I don't want to go, I don't want to gush too much about Far Cry, but the bad guys in Far Cry, quite good. Um, Even Joseph Seed in, uh, in Far Cry 5 isn't, isn't like it doesn't have a bad introduction either, so it's mm-hmm. like they all just chip along and right from the si- second they come in, they've just got this like sort of demanding persona about them, which is pretty sick.
1: Have you played Tojamin Earl? To Jam and Earl? Earl? hmm I have not played Toejam and Earl. Have you played Tojam and Earl? I loved & Earl. What is Tojam and Earl, Dave? So & Earl is an acid trip of a game.
0: I'm an F eighteen, bro, and I will I will destroy you in the air and I will I will I will deploy my ordnance uh, to the ground.
1: Okay, there's these two aliens, uh, and they need to go through these little maps and pick up stuff, save some stuff, blah blah blah. It's it's a it's a very crazy game. Uh, it, it's wicked cool. It's super funky. But their intros are, it's just wicked. It was like from the Sega, um, Mega Drive, Genesis. Um, so I mean it's an old game. However, when the opening screen is, like, is Sega, it's got this really funky. Sega. Cre- like funky um like bassy how's that Can go again oh, groovy yeah see uh and then wait one more time <laughs> <laughs> and it brings up their character things and it's like hey my name is T- toe jam and this is my big rapping groovy friend earl it's like yo what up this is all in Texas, so this yeah. is not actually speaking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Tec- okay. so Yeah, they didn't have like the vo- the voice yeah. stuff back then.
0: How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man?
1: But it's just the way they're doing it. It's just it's just so funny. Yeah. And you, the music's going in the background. They're doing like little dancing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it it always stuck in my mind that that game. Is super cool, and then the intro is just it just sets you up for that entire game because it's so funky, so funny, and then the rest of the game is so funky and funny, it's yeah. just brilliant. And it sets up their characters because there's like like—they're kind of, like sarcastic, they're funny, they got little you know, little jibes and jips, yeah, here and there. So it sets up real cool, nice, mm-hmm. all right, and then Tojo uh, and Ill. Yeah, they re released it. I can't uh, maybe on like Steam. I think they did it on Switch as well. So you can play it now on the newer consoles. Right on. Anyway. TV shows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> character introductions in TV shows. Round two fight. Oh TV. Yeah. This is one of the one of the good ones. I'm gonna start. Okay, you get
0: one from the office. Oh, I haven't got any of the office. Oh sweet. In that case you get none from the office. Okay, and you so get one I from always saying. said.
1: Okay, Frank. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Tell me about Frank. Okay, so Frank comes in, he talks to Denison D. Yep. He's just like, your mother's dead. She's a, b- she's a, b- blah blah blah. Just like, terrible. And then you're like, whoa, what's this guy? And it's Danny DeVito. So him just shouting and swearing yeah. stuff.
0: I start eating garbage.
1: And you know Danny DeVito right off the bat as well. So you're like, that's Danny DeVito. Yeah, and he's just going crazy. And then later in the episode, you realize they just get a divorce. She's not dead. Oh, okay. Like, what are you <laughs> what are you saying? She's dead for? It's like, oh, she's dead to me. I hate her. She's right. horrible. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> but just like constant arguing and shouting at each other yeah. because, like, they think she's dead, and he's just like, oh, yeah, she's dead. Like rubbish. She can get out. She's taking all the house. Blah blah blah. And he's like, yeah. Well, what do you mean? She's not dead. Right.
0: Science is a liar sometimes.
1: For like, for me, like, if, imagine
0: imagine you had like uh like thirty years of a TV show. Right, and then you went away for a little while, and you didn't have it. And then you announced that you're going to bring it back.
1: Who could this be? Ooh.
0: All right, so Doctor Who. Right, so it was on. T- it was. It was a beloved franchise. Went away for a while, mm-hmm. and then when it came back, when it came back, Chris Chris Eccleston had a heck of a job, and Rusty An Davies. An cool of a job. Get out. <laughs> and Rusty Davies had a hell of a job to like play to to really just get people in get people back in. And just get people loving this show again. And it's super weird where the first episode back is called Rose. And all you do is you just spend time getting to know Rose. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. And she's like, you know, a girl from London who works at a chip shop or she works at a shop. Yeah. And she's just like, you meet her mom and her mom's not a delightful person. And you're just like, what is this? (laughs) You're like, what is going on? And then stuff starts to go weird as it does in Doctor Who. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're like, what is going like? Cut out all this shenanigans and just give me the doctor, right? Yeah. And the next thing you know, there's a whole bunch of mannequins are like coming alive, and they're like walking around and stuff. Like, hang like, on, oh, okay, this is starting to get. Me. Oh, here we go, here we go. It's starting to All right, there's there's definitely some, you know, roses in a little bit of, and you don't think you care at this point because you're like, oh, just roses in trouble. And you're like, oh, oh no. Like, should- it-. And next thing you know, a hand comes out of nowhere and takes a Rose by the he takes a Rose by the hand she looks over and he's this handsome man with big ears in a black leather jacket and he just goes run and they just book it off together and that's it and then for the rest of the episode the ebbs and flows and stuff like that but now the Doctor is back from that moment he's brought all this history of the Doctor and he's just smashed himself back on the screen and everything's fantastic he's fantastic and he says fantastic a lot for the whole first series he's back but right from that moment and the way that he just grabs all the old fan base and all the new fan base and just beckons them to run with him. Yeah. And it's absolutely brilliant.
1: Nerd! Yeah, that sounds like a wicked intro. It was yeah, it was really good. He's just a good actor though. He's quite
0: good. With yeah, like yeah. the exception of Thor Dark World, but he didn't have much to work with.
1: No. No. Because I mean, he's Malekith, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him and Heroes was really good. Yeah, true. Right, whenever Chris... Because uh, he's the invisible guy, right? Yeah, 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 he is, yeah. And he's like a drunk. And he's just yeah. like, just ma- mad at the world. Yeah. So he, d- he doesn't want to talk to anyone. He plays that, that character really well. Yeah. He's the bad guy and Gone in 60 Seconds as well. oh yeah. Which I always love. Like, it never rains, but it pours. Damn right. So I'm going to throw one of my other favorites, Parks and Rec, into this. Yep. So let me, let me set a scene. Ron... Is talking to Tom about Tom starting his own business, just chatting, being all serious. It's like a fairly like neutral zone. Jean Ralphio comes in, just explodes the scene, just starts chatting. And it's like, Yeah, 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 boom, boom, boom. I'm John Ralphio. Ron's like, Who's this? Yeah, oh, this is John Ralphio. He's like, Yeah, nice to meet you. He just comes in and he's like, What do you think about that? and Ron's like, Get out. It's like, yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. And just walks out. Right on. It's such a good scene. And then adding into that, Jean Ralphio's sister, first time you see her, uh, Tom's started the business because he's kicked Jean Ralphio out. He's like, Yeah, I can't be your partner anymore. Yeah. And then Ron's like, Boom, let's start a business as soon as he goes out. <laughs> and then Ron, um, Ron asks him, Oh, have, who have you got to help you with your store? And this is in the store, and then Tom's like, "Oh, um, I've got John Raffio's sister." And then there's another character, Ben, and he's a John Raffio's sister, one of the, the Sapistine. <Sas>, the sap- and then Mona comes in, he's like, "Hey, surprise, motherfucker!" And she just comes in, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here. Blah 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 blah. Just, 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 um, just a quick question. So I got me and my therapist. I've got some tickets to go see, uh, go see some, so, someone. Uh, so I just, I, I can't really work, so I just need you to let me to have the time off. <laughs> and he's like, it's pretty busy, I can't let you Well, I knew you were going to say that, and I don't like it. So if I don't have the time off, I'm going to set a fire in the bathroom. <laughs> he's like, I guess you'll be getting off. Yeah, I guess you and get the time off then. I knew it. <laughs> you just wait a goddamn old-fashioned American minute. And then John Ralph just goes, yeah, she, she, she's the worst nice it is like they're probably one two of the best characters in that show right on legit and their intros match the intensity and just the craziness of their character and then every scene they're in is just that Yeah, it, it's good that they've only got a certain amount of scenes it's like they're not in it loads but the stuff that they're in yeah it matches that and they, they keep that energy level up high the entire 100%, time just, yeah, yeah their characters
0: are just that right on <laughs> oh that's hot I don't have I like I I was worried that we we're going to spend too much time talking about movies, so I cut uh-huh. my uh, TV character interactions right the way down to one.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll throw a few out. Yeah, just like a uh, little, little little bullets here and there. Yep. And then if you think of any, you can just love it. Just deflect my bullets and then go. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to dodge bullets. bullets. Oh yeah. Yeah. Numero uno. Dodge. Rachel from Friends. Out. Exactly. Yeah, because she
0: walks in in the, wed- in the wedding dress, right? Yeah, at like, right yeah. the, like, her- the first you see her, she's walking into the coffee shop in a and wedding dress. she doesn't dress. talk. Yeah. And
1: she just goes, and then they're like, uh, Monica's like, Rachel? Monica? Yeah. Like, all the other characters talk, but she's just walking in yeah. and just starts walking around searching and stuff. And that's a really good way to f- introduce a character. Yeah. Rather than going, oh, hi, I'm Rachel. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ma- Monica. Like, if she walked in and goes straight to like, hello there. Oh, hey, Monica. Like, yeah. didn't realize you were here, but roll eyes. Yeah. LMA. It's like, LMAF. oh no, a plot device. Next one. Michonne from Walking Dead. Oh, Michonne, yeah. Just Oh, cuz she's just walking around with yeah. Yeah. Sorry, this around. is another good one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I admittedly I was um trying to remember some stuff looking at some lists like, oh, see if things jog my memory. Yeah. Jog my memory. And then as soon as the character comes in, it's probably one of the only things I actually remember from Walking Dead. Yeah because she's walking around she's got her two brothers or like her
0: husband and her brother or something like that yeah just on chains just
1: bringing them with armless
0: armless yeah yeah Yeah. just walking
1: like zombies should yeah just chains and then she's just like hooded looking boss with a sword Mm Mm-hmm. yeah just flicking the blood off
0: yeah um yeah that's yeah that's wicked Mm -hmm. um like when you meet Robin it's gonna be legend wait for it Derry yeah from from How
1: You Met Your Mother and it's in a game of Have You Met Ted and it's like Have You Met Ted and it's Robin it's like <gasps> and it's slow motion and you just see it all close up in bright light yeah as if oh yeah this this is gonna be it and, this, and then and it's like that's the moment that I met your Aunt Robin yeah
0: so like, oh, what god damn it yeah classic bait and switch mm-hmm Ugh.
1: all foreshadowing mm-hmm. to future oh. uh, mother-in-law to well-executed uh, well-executed Mother endings stepmother yeah stepmother oh my god Uh, Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock oh true I watched Thirty Rocks so like a really long time ago, and I watched it s- so much. And then I I don't know why I didn't rewatch it because it is very mu- a-, a very much rewatchable show. I just can't remember, but Jack Donaghy when he first comes in just kicks the door down. It's like, hi, I'm Jack Donaghy uh, from blah 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 Kmart, and I'm like, do we own Kmart now? He's like, well, I mean, from what you're wearing, I, I thought we would. Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> and he's like. Whoa. He's just come in, just guns blazing, just super smart, and then just starts making jokes. Yeah. Now that's a character I can get behind, rather than being the the managerial executive just looking smart, just like come busting balls. So you think, Oh, he's automatically but um, busting through the door. Oh, he's gonna be one of those and he's just like, Nope, making a quip. Right boom. On. And then Love it. like, Yes. Quips uh, for days. Yeah. Quips for days. So it's a really good introduction to a really good character. I've got one more. Oh yes, let's go. Door stuck. Oh, what is it? It's it's
0: stuck. Well, maybe someone put a penny in there. Oh, the janitor. A penny.
1: That's it. That, yeah. If I
0: find a penny in there, you're dead. Like so, right from the start, the, and the like, JD's relationship with the janitor and Scrubs for the rest of Scrubs. Yeah. Comes back to this like moment so many times. Yeah. And it's just like the reason why. And he's the only one, like, for, for the first few seasons, he's the only one that the janitor despises in that way. I've just about had enough of you.
1: The first season, I was, I actually did think, is this a figment of his imagination? There there actually was an angle that they were thinking
0: about going with it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So in the first season, it's just he talks to the janitor and nobody else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but as they were, go along, they sort of developed him. That's when they started introducing the... um the angle where nobody knows the same janitor. <laughs> like some guys think he's German. Yeah, yeah. And like Elliot thinks he's like super nice cuz he's like overly nice to Elliot and all this sort of stuff. So, and he's like, "No, he's he's a monster." I'll tell you. I, I'm telling all you guys, he's a monster. <laughs> but that's the first episode where you see him. well, was one of the first episodes where you see him have like interactions with other characters. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, it's just because they were angling for him to be like He's he was like you know JD's conscious or something like that like, but yeah they didn't ever go in that angle they went with a much better angle of the janitor being a legitimate character, yeah. albeit a weird one. But that all comes back to the penny in the door and their, you know animosity towards each other for the whole. And
1: time. they they pay that off in the end. True. So well. Yeah. Honestly, I think pretty much every character is introduced amazing yes in that show because in the pilot with jd him you know he's like a neurotic mess yeah type of thing and that's how you get introduced to him and that's how what his character's like yep so it's not like just like oh yeah this person and this does this yeah like kelso and uh dr kelso and dr cox mm-hmm. and how like dr cox
0: is just like Angry, 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 and he's the bad guy, and he gets penned to be the bad guy. But Dr. Keltzo is like super supportive and super lovely. And any, I've got an open door policy and anything you need, yeah. like you can come and talk to me. And then at the end of the, towards the end of that episode, it's like, do you not understand that you're nothing but a walking pair of scrubs to me? And it's got his eye, like the, the fire behind him is yeah. like, and you're like, ah, oh, but if he's the bad guy, who's the good guy? And then Dr. Cox is still scrubs. just being angry and sassy and stuff like that, but he's like doing good things.
1: Well, sniff my pickle and call me Shlomo.
0: And then it's like, oh. And that that whole, their their whole dynamic throughout the entire show mm-hmm. um, is also introduced in that moment. And it's like that introduction of like the Dr. Cox, Dr. Kelso, you know, overlordship or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. And they end up becoming friends. And It's like, you don't think we're actually becoming friends, do you? It's like, oh, hell. hi <laughs> yeah. You are
1: correct, sir. So now, let's move on to movies. Movies, 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 movies. Round three, fight. So we're on the movies. This is the this is the the main burger, the main attraction.
0: Uh, yeah, I think like my one of my favourite ones ever. Yeah. Uh, and how well you encapsulate the entire character and yeah. every sort of part of him. Okay. Is Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. All right. So, you first, the first scene you, you see, he's at the top of this crow's nest. You know, this beautiful, like, sunrise, sunset, whatever it is in the background, this amazing scene. And you're like, oh, this is the pirate lord, Jack Sparrow. This is the man, <laughs> you know. And then it zooms out, and he's on this tiny little dinghy. Yeah. Right? And he's like, oh, but it's like, it's filling with water, so he like jumps down in the dinghy and he uses his bucket and he's like bucketing water out of his little dinghy, and it's just like, oh, that's Jack Sparrow, and then he sees a whole bunch of pirates just like who have been hung, and he's like, he stands up and he takes his hat off and ha- holds it on over, over his heart, and it's just like, but in a very sort of Jack Sparrowy kind of way, John like, yeah, he's showing his respect, but he's like, and then he gives him a little salute, but the salute's like not like a salute, it's like a half wave, half salute.
1: Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! Sure, I'm the captain now.
0: And then you see the rest of then. Then it gives you a shot of the um, of the rest of the port, mm-hmm. and there's people getting ready to ship out. There's people doing all this stuff, and then people like look over, and he's back up on top of the crow's nest, and the dinghy is just sinking now. It's underwater now, and it's slowly sinking, and then it comes up to the to the like the pier, yeah, the dr- and he yeah. just steps off it, and that is the first thing you see of like Jack Sparrow. Just so so chill. And it's so very Jack Sparrow. Mm -hmm. Like He knows what's going on, but he kind of doesn't. But he's going to make the best of it. He's a little bit respectful, but kind of in his own way. And he's just... Every single part of that is still Jack Sparrow for the rest of the whole franchise.
1: And it's great for sober people because they're like, oh, that's funny. That's great. It's great for drunk people because they're like, that's exactly how I feel right now. (laughs) Because I can... Definitely remember sometimes where I should not have been as calm as I was. Yeah, you've got it together, but you but don't. I was drunk, and I was like, what? this I, is this." I got is this. It.
0: Oh, man. What? I'm so high right now. I have no idea what's going on.
1: Okay. Okay. But, no, I totally agree with uh, Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I think he, his introduction
0: was awesome. And it's right from the start. It's just so well executed and amazing.
1: So my pick. One of my favorites is James t kirk from star trek 2009 okay the start of that film was awesome because it's jj and he loves to just throw you in Lens the land flair yeah and you see um captain jor is it george kirk i can't remember yeah. uh yeah the dad they were just like f- him talking to the bad guys and then all hell breaks loose big big blah 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 and then thingy has a um, thingy births James Kirk. Yeah. The next scene you see of him he's driving in a old convertible car. Yeah. As a kid like an 8-year-old eight, eight or whatever to um the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Just literally just cruising and he's like having the best time and then the police come and he's just like I need to get away and he's just driving like just just having just the craziest drive of his life and then he's like going towards a cliff handbrake turns jumps out the car car goes over the cliff yeah he's like getting thrown towards the cliff because he's going at such a speed just trying to grab the floor yeah it's just dust everywhere he manages to grab it and then he gets caught he's just like ah well yeah, you know who cares yeah you don't say you don't say
0: who Who was was it? it he didn't
1: say and then oh it just cuts to him being older yeah and uh, still see- and now now he's now he's handsome chris pine yeah yeah very handsome chris pine and he is the same ish character but a little bit toned out because you're an adult yeah which you kind of have to be but
0: it's still it's he's still like is he still like character who drove the car off the cliff for the yeah. whole like first half of that you know some would argue the entirety of his tenure at um, Starfleet or whatever it is exactly yeah but yeah he's he's still that reckless guy he's still that reckless kid at heart and that moment where he drives that car off the cliff is like so clutch in terms of who he is
1: yeah uh, just showing you that chip on his shoulder yeah it's because he, yeah. he, he just he just hates it because he doesn't he doesn't have the dad and yeah like he hates Starfleet because of what happened and he's just like just a like a, a, a rebel boils down to him being a rebel then he's a rebel even though he's in Starfleet because he's like, I think we should do this. No, well, I'm still doing it. But yeah. do even though they win, he's still not. He's still a rebel because he's not doing yeah. what he was supposed. You're he's supposed to do. St- yeah, he's still James C. Kirk the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is correct.
0: Um, the one uh, like uh, because there's so there's so many good ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in seven. Yeah. So you get like seven. I think the runtime for seven's like. 120 minutes noise ish 124 you can fact check me later but I think it's around about 124 ish minutes mm-hmm. alright and uh, 95 minutes into the film uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman are still nowhere near catching the bad guy mm-hmm. like they they don't have him they're not That like then they're sitting there they're arguing about what they're going to do, they're like they don't know what's going on, detective. They don't know what's going on. Like we got to do this, detective. We got to do and all this, that, and the other. And it's like, detective. I think you're looking for me. And this is where John Doe, like the first you see of John Doe, like, so the the fact that Kevin Spacey was in this and they didn't they kept that under wraps was so perfectly done. But for that moment, he comes in, he's covered in blood, and he's effectively just turning himself in. Like this whole. You've seen this criminal mastermind do all these elaborate things for this entire film, and then he's just turned himself in. Damn,
1: son, where'd you find
0: this? Mm-hmm. And Party's like, oh, that's the bad guy. Cool, it's over. But then there's a very, very, like, big part of you that just realizes, like, wait a minute. He's turned himself in, but this is far from over. Mm-hmm. And you've got that dread. But that's from that moment where the second he turns himself in and it's that when he's finally on screen and you have had that for the first 95 minutes of the film you've you've met him through acts and things that he's done yeah. but you still haven't actually met the character and all of a sudden he's on screen and it's just he's every bit as creepy and as scary and as calculating as you think he is and it's just like so, some monsters when they reveal their face you know like in horror movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that once you actually see them it's kind of like in the conjuring when you see the um whatever the bad the whatever the creature is in the in the conjuring yeah up, up until that point when it's like oh you want to play hide and go clap and all that sort of stuff it's scary yeah but then once you actually see the monster you're like huh. Oh. <laughs> and it's almost like the stakes have been lifted a little bit and it's like not as it's not as scary yeah but john doe goes the other way and the second you see him you're like oh and you thought there might be a little bit of relief now that i've caught the guy but all you are is just more on edge and that just comes down to that whole detective
1: I think you're looking for me. Mhm. I'm still scared. I am so scared. I'm going to give you a, f- a quick fire. Quick fire? Yeah. When Pepper Potts when you get introduced to Rescue. Oh, okay. That, when, blew my mind. So when she when she comes in in um, yeah, endgame, end that, that particular moment. Okay. Oh.
0: When you and get you get the foreshadowing over as well where he's like she's um Yeah, yeah. Morgan when Morgan's
1: wearing the wearing the helmet. He's yeah. like, "Hey, that's your mask." So dope. Yeah. Cuz They throw little things in for fan service and you think, oh, they're just going to throw that in, aren't they? Yeah. But then when they actually reveal and she's just there right next to Iron Man, it's like, are you wearing the suit? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Just amazing. Blew my mind when I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I really like, well, obviously Darth Vader. Yeah. His intro. Dope. Gandalf. Yes. I love his. You're late. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, iconic. I'm never late. Nor am I ever early. I'm yes. precisely when, I, when there when I need to be. Yeah. A wizard a wizard is never late. Gandalf, my old friend. This will be a night to remember. Dope. Uh Aragorn as well? Yeah. When he's just sitting in the pub. Yeah. And he's just he's like chilling.
0: and he's like looks up, he's like When the when the ring disappears and he like scrambles off the chair. Yeah. yeah. Uh I really liked
1: um the intro to Poe from Concrete Panda as well.
0: Oh yeah, with the like monologue. cartoon. Yeah. yeah,
1: and he's just there, and then yeah, legend just... tells of a legendary warrior whose kung fu skills with the stuff of legend.
0: <laughs> Travel the <laughs> land in search of. I could go on. Yeah. Um, and then he's just like, you know, we should hang out. Agreed. When you're from, but hang out, I have to wait because when you're finding the ten thousand demons of decent mountain, there's only one thing that matters, and that's Po, Get up. You'll be late for work. What? Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Millions of families suffer every year. And then he's just a panda. Yeah. yeah. And
1: it, I just love the bit where he's trying to do the um, flip off his back. Yeah, his feet. He's just like, Ugh.
0: yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. And then he looks up and
0: he's like, the, all the action figures are there. Yeah. And he tries to throw the, the like the shuriken at the, at the wall and it just bounces off. He's like, Ugh. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. And that, that's a great intro because you're thinking, oh, okay. So it's going to be like this. Yeah. And then, he turns then you see him just being there. And then you think, Oh, yeah. okay. So maybe he is just yeah. something like that, but then it's just it's good it, it's a good telling of what the film's gonna be. Yeah.
0: It's a it's a really good introduction for a film. Yeah. And then it's really good because and then it's just him being a fat panda. Yeah. Yeah. Baste your chubby cheeks in tears of gravy.
1: Uh but it's wicked that we could go on about Comfy Freddy because it definitely gets um, the recognition because loads of people love it. Lots yep. of people gone about it. But it. we need to talk about it more because it's such a good DreamWorks film. Yes. Uh, and then Jurassic Park. T-Rex, T-Rex yes. scene. One of the best scenes in cinema. One of the best intros in cinema. One of the best CGI intros in cinema. Yes. the the water in the yeah that doesn't really work once you think about it but it looks looks it it works
0: in that and that's what movies are all about yeah if you want to look at the if you want to break down the physics of stuff in movies you're on the wrong you're 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 listening to the wrong podcast really
1: subscribe now because that's a future episode. Yeah.
0: As long as they as long as they conform to the rules that they set, I don't care what they do. Yeah.
1: And that that's wicked. But then yeah. also the raptors too. Yes. Cuz when you first see a raptor, it's when it's just born out of the egg and Alan Grant just goes, "What kind of dinosaur is this?" And you could hear in his voice where he's worried. Yeah. And John Woo goes, "Oh, that, that's a raptor." Yeah. Is it, he's just like looks up from his a little notepad, and, "Oh, that's a raptor." Yeah. and then foreboding music comes in because he talks about the raptors as well uh, earlier in the day as well yeah. how you can just and he's like, got
0: the, the kid with the with the talon thing. yeah
1: yeah with the, with the middle um, toe and how it just rips your guts out yeah. just to mess with yeah. you and then that's the first that you see of a raptor but the introduction to the raptors as like a proper character is when they're in the pen you don't see them you're just like oh this is the raptor pen and then you like hear them and then Muldoon's just like oh yeah there were eight but the big one just eight like four of them so there's like three left savage yeah Yeah, and then they probably go in and it's just like everything just gets absolutely ravaged and then you bring it up and it's torn to absolute shreds
0: yeah and his name is Clever Girl
1: Boss every, every, Boss. every introduction to Boss. the raptor in that film is impeccable Spielberg if you're listening you're amazing
0: <laughs> I think he knows yeah um, I've got one more sweet let's um, Like that's a couple honourable, honourable mentions the Joker um, mm-hmm. and Willy Wonka oh, when yes. Willy Wonka yeah, first comes yeah. out of the Chocolate Factory just Kane gets caught does his little role yeah. and he's up and he's Willy Wonka and it's like yeah that's pretty sick but like in A night sale,
1: what film is this? I've never heard of it I've
0: talked about it once or twice um, Friend of the show, isn't it? <laughs> Alan Tudyk. Screw the game. We're talking about chicken. Um, So Heath Ledger and his boys go through this big training montage thing and mm-hmm. end up coming up afterwards and they're, all right, sweet, he's a knight now. And it's just like, all right, sweet, this is it. And then just a naked man just walks past him. Good morning. Good morning. Just walks past him. Pats the horse on the butt, just keeps walking. Sir, what are you doing? Trudging. What? Trudging. The slow, weary, depressing, yet determined walk of a man who has nothing left but the impulse to simply soldier on. Jeffrey Shaw is the name, writings of the game, and it's just like, were well, mm. you robbed? It's like, uh, interesting question, actually. Yes, but at the same time, a huge resounding no it's more of an involuntary vow of poverty really. <laughs> um, and this is this is Jeffrey so this is the Herald this is um, huh. Bethany's uh, like you know Jeffrey Chaucer yeah. Jeffrey Chaucer is actually a, a writer in yeah. real life yeah um, so and he's like he talks about the Canterbury Tales and stuff like that but this is the first thing you meet and he's he's naked and he's just strutting down the street mm-hmm. but he's every bit as charismatic as he is throughout the whole rest of the film and his dialogue is just so clutch and he's amazing. I have no feeling in my fingers or
1: penis, but I think it was worth it and that film
0: is just do not I, I mean, if you bait me I will just I'll, I'll I'll quote the entire film if you want
1: me to but that particular part is just so good I think we should definitely do that as an added bonus for anyone who joins our patreon <laughs> Just, just, full just on me quotes, reading movie scripts. like Just, just quoting the entire film.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if you were humble, that's a different film. Oh, I'm not going to get in. I shouldn't get into that. I should not get into that. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. But that's a good one. It is. Viva Vendetta.
1: Honorable yet main
0: mention, Viva Vendetta. Yes, true. But we're out of time. We'll do that.
1: V we- Vendetta is coming. We're f-
0: space. V Vendetta is coming. Yeah. But
1: first. Oh, get ready for the quiz, guys. Let's do it.
0: Pop quiz, hot shot.
1: Okay, so are you ready for the quiz?
0: I'm always ready for a quiz, Dave.
1: It's a good quiz? Yeah, let's do it. So this quiz, I'm going to say quiz again just to add more in. Okay. <laughs> Shut up! So I'm going to tell you the character name, and you're going to tell me the actor who played said character. Okay, cool. We've um, got-
0: is it... Is it specifically, is it, uh, do I have to, do I need to go for someone specific? Like, are you going to say, say James Bond and I have to give you a specific James Bond? Oh, no, no,
1: no. Okay. Get lost with the James Bonds. Sweet. But yeah. like, if ha,
0: have have any of these characters been played by multiple
1: people? No. Okay, sweet. So, question one.
0: Let's go. Let's do this.
1: Who played Marshall Erickson? Jason Siegel. Boom. Who played, wait for this, Ham the Pig, Underminer, Ratzenberger. Foreman Tom, friend of the show.
0: Yeah, John Ratzenberger, the old Ratzo. Fun fact: if you don't already know this, he has a speaking role in every single Pixar movie. Exactly, he is yeah. considered the Pixar Pixar's lucky
1: charm. Yeah, boy. He's got one of the most bankable uh, resumes. It's
0: because it's just every Pixar film. Yeah, and literally. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: what, what a guy.
0: Um, Jack. Uh, are you talking Are you talking Tom Hanks or are you talking Robin Williams? Jack. Which Jack? Jack? Oh, um Leonardo DiCaprio? There you go. That's not a fair question. <laughs>
1: I didn't say it was like, fair.
0: Like Adam Sandler? Like
1: Jack Bucky Barnes. Sebastian Stan. Bonus point. What, what? what is Bucky Barnes' full name? Uh James Buchanan Barnes. <sighs> wow! Smash amazing! that like button, boys. All right. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh Muhammad Ali? Uh
0: you are probably looking for Will Smith. There we go, baby. All right, sweet.
1: Intigo Montoya. Mandy Patinkin Mandy oh Tinkin, Mandy Patinkin. baby uh, this one's got two yep Johnny Storm Johnny Storm uh, he's got three didn't he ha gay uh, okay, okay but let's go
0: with um, he's oh. played by Chris. no he doesn't he had two um, uh, Captain America and um, Adonis Creed oh baby so Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans there we go Alan Grant Dr. Alan
1: Grant Sam Neil. Oh, I his he's name. super fresh. I always forget his name. Um, you're gonna like these two. Parzival.
0: Oh, what's his name? I know who it, I know who it is. Yeah, but I can't remember what his name is. Oh.
1: His name is Ty Sheridan. <gasps> Guesses. Yeah. Damn you, sir. Uh, the curator. Oh,
0: the curator is um, some peg. Oh, yeah. Sorrento. And I've got. I don't know
1: his name. Disgusting.
0: Like, I know. I know he's, he's a bad guy in, like, every film he's in. Yeah. Uh, Sorrento.
1: Uh, Orson Krennic. Yeah. Basically the same character, but he plays them well. I yeah. mean, he's good. And then Tal- Talos. Yeah. Ben Mendelssohn. Yeah. I would have never known his name. Satine. Satine? You can you can phone a friend for the movie.
0: Okay, who's Satine? Not who plays Satine, but what what's the film? Moulin Rouge. Ah, oh, is that... I don't know which one Satine is. Come on, man! Is it the old guy? <laughs> or is it the young guy? Uh, nah, I don't know. Your uh, wife's
1: going to kill me. Um Fatality. Yes. <laughs> So picture Ewan McGregor shouting Satine
0: Oh, is that like Nicole Kidman?
1: There we go. Oh, okay, sweet. Is, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know her name was
0: Sateen, for sure. Oh, okay, I was. <laughs> uh, I won't tell you what my like which character I thought was Satine, but never mind. You can tell me what this is. Whoa! Carry
1: on. Hot take. Um, Mufasa. James L. Jones.
0: Damn mm-hmm. right.
1: Ted Buckland.
0: Teddy Buckland. Ted, oh,
1: worthless peon.
0: Oh, I know, I know. Teddy Buckland, he um, what's his name? Um, he he can't stand his character. He he cannot stand being Ted. Um, and he also has the blanks. Like he has the band. They actually have their, their mm-hmm. band is the band. Oh no way. Um, but I can't remember what he's. Oh, I'm so mad at myself. He is.
1: Do you want to phone a friend? I know who he is. I just don't know what his name is. I can give you a clue. Go. He is the. He's Christopher Lloyd's. Nephew,
0: Lloyd Christopher.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Sam Lloyd. Okay, (laughs) wouldn't have got it. Sandy Rivers.
0: God damn! I hate this quiz now. I was doing so well at the start. I was crushing. I'm just like I'm crushing this.
1: Uh, nope. Alexis Denisov. (sighs) Well, these two, you're the next two. You'll get Uh, Duke Weaselton. Duke Weselton, friend of the show, Alan Tudyk. Screw the game. We're talking about chicken. That's literally what I put. Friend of the show, Alan <laughs> Tudyk. You got it. Like, spawn. There you go. An extra point for you. Yeah. Um, does, does he
0: play Duke Weaselton? Weaselton, yeah. In um, Stubia. As well. Yeah.
1: And Alistair Cray from uh, Big Hero yes. 6. It's dope.
0: Uh, I'm telling you, man. Like, look up, his, look up his IMDB. He's great.
1: That was the quiz. It was. I enjoyed it. I got butchered no you did well uh, yeah, there, was a, there was only a couple where there was, um,
0: a f- there was a couple of real gimmies there that I, re- I feel like I should have had but I did bosh the start out though so I'm kind of happy with that
1: yeah yeah, yeah. always yeah. so uh, yeah what are we going to do next week
0: Um, I don't know Dave what are we going to do next week next week we're going to introduce the grab bag so we're not going to have this moment we're just going to draw scenes from a hat yeah. but for now but for next week Next week is a, is a is an episode that I'm excited about. Um Dave is gonna have to rein me in a lot because we are doing the best monologues, the best speeches, the best single passages of uninterrupted waffle like what is happening right now. It's gonna be great, it's gonna be glorious, it's, it's gonna, be,
1: gonna be It's gonna be words, 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 words
0: It's gonna be a lot of words soup.
1: And I'm excited. Boom. So that's what we're doing next week. Monologues, words, phrases, lines, shredders, sons of Scotland. And a lot of terrible impressions, I'm gonna add as well. Wow, this is gonna be a good (laughs) one, so make sure you listen to next time, subscribe, like, all that stuff, watch our socials, pictures, I really like the pictures, so watch for those. Don't have a cow, man. So, yeah, without any further ado, moo, goodbye, cow. moo. Moo. I know
0: it's sad, but death is a natural part of life, and by the time I finish this sentence, a hundred people will have died in China.
1: WHY?! Did you stop talking? I